Hello, 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 everyone. And welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan and Kay. Appreciate you joining me. I really do. It's been a while, you know? It's, it's been a minute since I have potted for your ear holes. Yes, it's been a while since I have podcasted for you peeps it's been a while because i've been a moving that's right that's right if you've been listening you know you know that uh, a few weeks ago i was getting ready to move and i said it might be uh you know a week or two without some podcasting and guess what it's been a few weeks since i Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And you might notice a few differences. <clears throat> so let's get right into it. A, I probably sound different. You see, I'm, 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 where I was podcasting before was a small spare bedroom, and I had blankets on the walls to help with the sound. And see here, I've got a big open space where it's the best place to pod. And because we downgraded, I'm gonna be honest with you, Madcaps. We had a townhouse, we downgraded to an apartment. We're saving up, getting a house next year. This was supposed to happen this summer, but you know, COVID shit kind of gets in the way of plans, you know. So next summer for the house. So this year, one year in the downgraded apartment, it's not bad. I really like it. It, it, it is a bit tough for the podcasting a little bit, but I'm going to keep trying to figure this out. I'm sure, uh, you know, as we go along, it'll get to going. It'll get going just nice. So, so now the second thing you might notice aside from how I sound, is how it looks. That's right, because again, new place, we got the new setup, I still got the black lights, I still got I still got some stuff going, but you know, it looks a little bit different. We got the alien right back there, and then the, right there, the alien queen from the movie Aliens. It's hard. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, Yes, some differences. So looks a little bit different, sounds a little bit different. And, and, and again, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. We're going to get this all figured out. And we're going to keep rolling. And, you know, in the past few weeks, a lot of shit has happened, huh? In the country, the world. And obviously, I didn't keep track of everything, nor could I cover everything if I did, you know. So really, we're going to cover what we can cover. That's, that's a joke. But I did want to say this. Moving sucks. Okay. It just sucks. Let's, let's be honest here. I mean, there are many reasons. And, and I mentioned this on social media, another podcast, somewhere. I've said this before. But there are many reasons to win the fucking lottery. You know what a really good one is? So when you have to move, 
You can pay for people to do it for you. That's right. So you don't have to do a fucking thing. I would just like to have enough money so that next time I'm, we got to move, I don't got to do shit. That, that would be nice. That, that's the dream right there, to move and to not have to do shit. You might also notice, if you're watching on video, obviously, if you're watching on video, that's the only way you'd know about the, the background difference. Uh, but also, you'd know I'm not just sitting here puffing on a blunt. And if you're listening, you could probably hear this, you know, this little sound right here. Well, that's me hitting the vape. Because in this new apartment, you know, there's no smoking. So we gotta be careful how we do things around here, right? Otherwise you never know what happened. You get in trouble. They could be watching, they could be listening. No, that would be illegal as shit. <laughs> but, so I've reverted to the vaping. So if you hear that sound, I'm just hitting the vape pen quick. And yeah, as you can tell, need a little bit more background noises. So anyway, well, okay. We'll quit talking about the moving. We'll quit talking about the new place. I know it's a lot of blah, blah, blah. It just did it. But you know, it's been tough, Madcaps. I'm serious. I'm it took us a week to get basically all our shit moved. And we didn't get the garage right when we moved in. So we had to wait on the garage. So the apartment was just full of shit because we had intended on putting a good chunk of shit in the garage. So it was just sitting up here for days. I felt like I couldn't unpack anything. Finally, we get the garage. We get some shit moved down. Okay, here we go. Now we're starting to unpack stuff. And I tell you what, it was about two weeks worth of moving. It was about two weeks. Two weeks from when we began to move shit into this new apartment, two weeks till shit is finally settled and we're good to go. And then I've been recuperating because <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I also, in the past few weeks, since it turned 39, that's right. 30 fucking nine years old. And I feel good. I mean, I'm sore and shit. The back. <laughs> but other than that, and I, I feel pretty good. I, as far as being, you know, almost 40, feel like I look good, feel good. So it didn't bother me so much, but I also don't make a big deal out of it because it's my birthday. Although did get this beastly thing again only for the video but i'll explain it for the listeners just so it's a fucking battle axe but it's the sculpt it it's a handle and then the part that's holding the blade looks like a fucking alien from the alien movies and it's got this little dagger thing. it's just amazing if you can see you can see it on the video uh if you're listening i, I advise you to check out the video just so you can see the fucking alien battle hacks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and the new set, of course, of course. So yeah, 
but recuperate. But, but so I'm getting older, trying to recuperate from all this moving stuff because let, let's face it, your body just does not heal like it used to. So I could sit here and say, hey, I feel good. I don't feel like I'm almost 40. But then I get into some hectic shit like the moving where I'm doing so much more than A, I intended to, B, I should be. <laughs> and, you know, as you get older, it just doesn't recuperate like it used to. It just fucking does it. So it is what it is. So recuperating, adjusting to the new living arrangements, nicer, it's a closer drive to work. And I've, I've never had a problem with the apartment life. I like the compactness of it. I don't know what it is, just your little... It's like your little box. But the kids are adjusting. The wife's adjusting. I think the kids might be having the toughest time. Not sure why. Just a big change. It's a, it, it, it is a big change. But we're going to get through it just for a year. So that's the biggest shit that's been going on with me and Madcaps, I guess, was the move. Hence the missing podcast. Well, actually, I did record a pod for you guys last weekend. You guys and gals, you men's and women's. I did record a pod. I did. But another issue I had when moving was getting her service transferred. We got it transferred with all the utilities, cable, internet. Had some issues with the internet. I did a fantasy football podcast. It, it took almost all day to upload so that I could get it posted. It was the most ridiculous shit ever. Why is this happening? The internet's all messed up. So I had to wait for that to get fixed. Eventually it did. And I was able to do that. But anyway, so I recorded you mad cats, men's and women's and, and any else. Recorded you a nice podcast, and we're pretty much going to talk about a lot of the same stuff today with added stuff in there, but it was a good one, but I had no way of uploading it <laughs> and getting it out there because of the fucking internet, because it's just been the two weeks of moving is just one headache after another, but again, here we are, and we're back, so I'm done. I'm done ranting and raving about the stupid move. How much time have I spent on this already? Far too much, most likely. Far, far too much. But we got a little sports action going, as you all know. Football has started. That's right. Football, we are in it. There is football. And I'll let y'all know, it's okay. If you're not into any sports, just skip ahead a few minutes. I'm not going to spend a ton of time. We got some other shit, more important shit, really, to talk about. But just a little sports chatter at first, because as you all know, I do the fantasy football stuff, the uh, Dynasty Wonderland podcast. If you do any fantasy football yourselves, make sure to check that out. Me and my buddy Aaron Stewart Rocket on that podcast. But football is here. So I'm going to be busy with that stuff, too. It's good times. I enjoy the shit out of fantasy football. But it, uh, yeah, it does take a lot of the time up. 
It's, it's insane. The time, when you do analysis on top of actually participating in fantasy football, it's a lot. It's a lot. But uh, excited, though, also, despite that, because uh, football is a blast. Sometimes I have moral conundrums pertaining to football, and I'm not going to get into that a ton of that here. I just, uh, you know, in general, I would say, uh, see, I'm starting to get into it, so sorry. <clears throat> in general, football players put the most on the line. I would argue, and get paid the least. Least guaranteed money. I mean, it's really kind of a crap. And if you just look at in the inception of football, like once you even start getting into it, just college football and, you know, it's a little better now. They can make money off the likeness of their names and names and whatnot. But it, this is all just becoming something, you know, with the whole college football and allowing players to make money that wasn't around, you know, for years. They weren't allowed to. Scholarships enough, they had said. But then COVID, during COVID, find out just how much, uh, you know, those programs really put in to, well, how much those universities put into their sports programs and some of the stuff that goes on. And you see, you see, and it's been a point where if you can pay a coach millions of dollars, well, hey, should be some there for the players, but at least this is progress, you know, but it, the whole college athletics is kind of funky and fucked up and so kind of all starts there i mean we see with the olympic shit going on the olympic trials and what these young gymnasts have had to go through it's it's insane sports it's very there's very much moral conundrum there not just for me i'm sure there's many people's because Sports can give you such great moments, right? And really sport is something that's been ingrained in human beings since our early days. Think back to the gladiators, you know, the medieval times when jousting, you know, sword combat. I mean, it was considered sport to joust. So we've always been fascinated with sports, um, but it's that there's this dark underbelly to all of it, really. And it, it's, you know, I don't know, it's, it, you start to unravel a bunch of it and it just, it's, <laughs> disturbing disheartening and uh yeah it really does and football is a big one i mean yeah but still football season arrives and uh i don't know it's the one area maybe i'm a little hypocritical i, I, I tend to 
you know, I don't even look past the moral obligation. I just remind myself on occasion that, uh, hey, remember, this shit ain't all cool. Like, I hate when you hear, like, it's an honor to play in the NFL. Like, really? Is it? It's an honor to be in the league. I'd say debatable. <laughs> now I'm getting off on a football tangent. Uh, see, I said I wasn't going to get into it, and I did. Is what it is. But football is back. And uh, the first week was fun. It was fun. Had a good game with the Cowboys and the Buccaneers opening night. Had a good Sunday of action. Closed it out with a crazy game between the Raiders and the Ravens, right? We got to see some Kyler Murray kick ass on Sunday. Saw the Browns say, hey, we ain't the same kind of Cleveland Browns no more. We got to see that on Sunday against the Chiefs. They didn't win the game. Almost. Could have, should have, would have. But the Browns are here to stay. So cool football stuff going on. I'm excited for, I'm actually recording this on a Saturday night. It'll probably be Monday morning before I put it out. But this, you know, People are, you know, excited for some week two action, and I am all with them. I'm ready to go. I've got some daily fantasy lineups in. I've got my other leagues all ready to go. Lineups are set. So I'm ready for some fucking football. I'm ready for some fucking football. Actually, I got to finish an article (laughs) for my my fantasy football site, playerprofiler.com. Check that shit out if you're into fantasy football. But also in sports, I consider it sports is the pro grabs, the professional wrestling. And uh, a lot of cool shit that's been going down, huh? CM Punk back in the wrestling world. Best of the world. It's clobbering time. That's right. Clobbering time. It's good to have Punk back. Good to see him in AEW. Glad he didn't go to that shit show that's WWE. They're becoming a mess. Vince McMahon is actually taking over the NXT show. The one last good part of WWE that I don't even watch anymore, but it was the one salvageable part of that fucking entire thing. And uh, Vince McMahon is going to go ahead and take that over too. So that's going to go to shit, I would say. Yes, I would say so myself. Sorry, it's been a while, man, Caps, and I don't have my blunt. feels weird, so I'm just going to get super fucking high off my vape pen. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a good pod, good time potty. But I continue with the wrestling chatter because Punk is back. It's great. And you see fucking WWE, they just, they got to be real in a little bit. They can act all tough, all they want. But the proof is out there. I mean, I listen, I've watched, I should say, the AEW. Was it Rampage where he showed up or was it Dynamite? Whichever. I watched the episode where Punk showed up live. And holy fuck, 
I can't remember the last time. I mean, and part of it is COVID and shit like that, but the last time you heard that big of a pop for someone, it's crazy. Really is. So that was cool. And then he had his first match, I believe uh, All Out was the pay-per-view. And in that, uh, both Adam Cole, baby, and a one Brian Danielson, otherwise known as Daniel Bryan, they both showed up in AEW as well. So, man, AEW has some fucking momentum. They've got some studs that came to play. And uh, we also are getting into G1 season of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, this, as much as I love what's going on in AEW, I love that uh, they're giving WWE room for that money. I love everything they're doing. They are fucking great. I love me some AEW. But they are also working with New Japan. Minoru Suzuki's been around for a fight. Yuji Nagata, Hiroshi Tanahashi, they've had some good dudes from New Japan. So it, that's a great working relationship. So, you know, once shit settles down in Japan, you know, I think we're going to, the future of New Japan Pro Wrestling, because really, again, I love me some AEW, but New Japan Pro Wrestling, that's just where my heart is. And they're in a little bit of a tough spot right now. They got a bunch of guys over here that should be in the G1. But it doesn't matter. They've been, you know, they've had kind of a slimmed up roster for a while now due to everything going on. They got so many people that, you know, travel back and forth from their home to Japan, back, you know. So it's been a little bit of a tough go for them. But hey, the future is bright. Things won't always be this bad. And hey, I'd say considering their circumstances, they've done some great shit. They've made some mistakes, but they've done some great shit. Okay, yeah, G1, G1. Tune into that. Watched the first bit of it today. That was, was it today? that, uh, yeah, just came out today. Yeah. So, hell yeah. We move on with the G1 climate. And if you really like awesome professional wrestling, it is the best. I'm telling you. Madcaps. The G1 Climax tournament is the best thing in professional wrestling of the year. Happens every year. And it's just several days. I mean, they take a couple day breaks here and there, but it's several days of just nonstop. And it's the best wrestling. It's like the highlight of what you want from in-ring competition, one-on-one. It's some of the best you'll get all year. The best you'll get. I, I just love it. So, okay, 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 okay. You know what? We're going to go ahead, take a pause. That way, you know, it's a good spot for uh, the people who didn't want to listen to sports. It's a good spot spot for them to jump in, right? Yeah, so we'll take a break, and we'll be back in a second. (laughs) Yeah. 
Welcome back, Madcaps. Welcome back. Okay. So, again, it's been a while. So a lot of stuff has happened, you know, since, uh, since then. And, you know, and, and it wasn't that long ago. I bet they still do. They want Biden impeached. And, and by they, I mean, you know, like the Trumpers <laughs> and the crazy ass Republican. Why? Well, you know, the whole Afghanistan situation. And then there was an ISIS attack. And um, yeah, yeah, they're just anything they can blame O'Biden Oh, Biden. Oh, I combined Biden and Obama. Oh, Biden. Oh, Biden. Obama. Oh, Biden. But yes, they're just the, they're just the clown Biden every chance they get. The picture of him looking at his watch at a movie. I just every little thing. And it blows my mind because their guy did so much worse. It's just amazing. Like, if you really look into, and I think I might have talked about it when the whole, I think I did, the whole first Afghanistan, when that first started happening. Um, that whole withdrawal and everything was set in motion by Trump. Not that it didn't need to happen. Because in some ways it did in many ways, it did, but <laughs> he's the one that put it in motion. He's the one that freed certain Taliban peeps. And uh, yeah, here we are attacking Biden. I did not we, I should say, but the, here they are attacking Biden. After what their guy did, it's just they're grasping for straws. And he's supposedly going to run in 2024. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. I'm going to tell you right now. You check out this justice for J6 rally, like such a disappointment. <laughs> such a disappointment for these assholes. This rally wasn't shit. There's a bunch of people, Republicans that they were supposed to show up and speak didn't. Of course not. Because why? That shit's going away. So 2024, mm, is this shit really going to ramp back up? I mean, it could. And I'll get into more of this in a little bit because I got to tie it in with something else. But it does feel like The support is dwindling, but at the same time, you still got prominent politicians that are catering, catering to his ass. And you got these fucking people, well, Marjorie, that's one of them, right? Marjorie Taylor Green. Uh, Bobert, I don't even care if I mispronounce Bobert. Oh, and then, oh, of course, my favorite, everyone's favorite, Madison Cawthorn, 
the wheelchair villain, this fucking guy, it is crazy to, I mean, like I got to hand it to the Republicans. Like they got themselves a, a fucking legit wheelchair villain. That's some crazy shit. That guy, you're going to have to give him props there. That's pretty cool. They found a, a, a cripple that's an asshole and it, you know, he became paralyzed. He's in this way. So before you get mad at me laughing and making fun of this dude in this wheelchair, first of all, he's an asshole. <laughs> you just see his politics. And if you listen to me, you will understand. If you're hearing this for the first time and you're a Trumper, go fuck yourself. But this dude is an asshole. And the whole reason he's paralyzed is because he was riding in a passenger seat with his friend, fell asleep at the wheel, and they slammed into a concrete barrier. Now, Madison had his fucking feet up on the dashboard like, you know, an asshole. And it fucked him up, so to speak. This fucking guy is a villain in a wheelchair. This is no fucking lie. It, I just, you can't, you just can't make this shit up. <laughs> I mean, you can, really. I mean, I can't think of a wheelchair villain. Normally those are, pretty, there's Professor X, who's a good guy, you know. I'm sure there's a disabled villain out there somewhere. They normally don't do that. But this guy, he's a fuck. He's, I mean, just like character-wise, if it was, if this, if life were a movie, I'd be like, damn, that's a pretty good villain right there. He's a fucking asshole. And you put him in a wheelchair and he's in a wheelchair because he was being a fucking idiot. That's a pretty good villain right there. I'm going to have to give it up to the Republican Party for creating this particular villain because you know some of these fucking assholes are just annoying <laughs> and it's stupid that they're even here to begin with but this guy i mean the fucking wheelchair villain i got i gotta give him credit that's that's pretty fucking nuts but you know Trumpers like the wheelchair villain. Uh, they're so quick to pounce on Biden and everything he's doing. Uh, just like, you know, they're so quick to talk shit about Obama and all his golfing and then didn't say a peep about how much fucking Trump golfed. Then there's the whole 9-11 thing. Oh, because, you know, that's... Something else, another date, I think actually it was on 9-11 when I recorded uh, the podcast that was not to be from last week. And, you know, obviously, very important day, right? You know, it, that's a fucked up day. For this generation, this generation, this, this was like big. You know, 
my dad's generation, my parents in the Vietnam, you know, there's been big shit throughout the generations. And, and, you know, I've been around with, <clears throat> obviously at this point, the Gulf War too, but uh, I was very young, didn't quite understand it, but uh, the whole 9-11 thing, yeah, that's just, I think that's something we can all relate to. And um, I don't know how long we go just commemorating it the way we do every single year. Because, um, it, you know, I'm not trying to downplay it or anything, but it's got to be a certain point. Um, except for those milestones, you know, just hit one of those, but it's, it's, yeah. I'll, I'll, before I get into what I was, the rest of what I was saying, briefly, my experience with it was, this was uh, not too long after my father had died and I had graduated high school. And the combination of those two actually gave me quite a bit of money. Uh, I took over my dad's townhome that he we were living in and um, I didn't work for a while. It was the beginning of my descent into alcoholism. Um, it was the first of many different rough patches I would hit, uh, but it was at the beginning of that. Um, and I remember I woke up, took my girlfriend to school. She was in her last year of school. And I go back home. I was going to go back to sleep. Instead, I had a little bit of headache. And this is where I first, you know, it was around this time. I, I was learning the old hair of the dog trick, which really helped accelerate the alcoholism. Uh, you know, get rid of hangovers pretty easy if you just start drinking when you wake up. Sounds terrible, right? but it works. You don't want it. You, you, that's, it's, it, I'm not suggesting it whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, that's some crazy shit. Uh, so I woke up, or yeah, I get back to my place, and I crack open a couple of beers, start chugging them down, turn on the TV. What the fuck's going on here? There's smoke coming from a bit. What is going on? The Twin Towers and... Oh, second one. Holy shit. It was... I, I sat there pretty much all day just drinking beers, smoking weed, watching the news. I was just like stuck just in awe of what was going on awe is not the right word i was just it was like i was dumbfounded like this it i was just entranced by the whole situation there wasn't much fear 
and maybe too far away. Maybe it just, that's not what, I, I felt a lot of sorrow for the people there. I felt some anger and confusion. Like, like what the fuck? Like, how did this happen? Like, you, you know, because that, it was just crazy to think that that could happen. And um, I think for you know everybody in this generation that can remember, and you know anybody, not just this generation, but anybody who went through that day, that had any sort of connection to it, it it. It had to have left a bit of scourge <laughs> on your brain, you know, like on your mind. Some craters on your mind. It's the best way I can find to describe it. Like for me, is it just, it uh, won't go so far as to like, I say it like fucked me up because I, I wasn't there and didn't experience any of that firsthand, but watching it, it was terrible. Because it's not like I could go and just say, hey, where can I help? How can I lend a hand? It's several states away. And I'm a broke motherfucker at this point. How would I even get there? So, <laughs> You know, again, all I can do is sit there, watch, feel sad, angry, and disheartened. And it's just, you know, it was a terrible, terrible day. And, and I speak of it from my point of view, but trust me, I'm, I know worse day for many other people than just, you know, me, than myself. But uh, it definitely a day that impacted me greatly. So you hit 20 years of it. And it's a big deal. And former presidents got together with the current president. Bush was doing a thing. Trump was nowhere to be found. He was doing some fight, some commentary at a fight. And... Uh, it is. Can you imagine if Obama did that shit? Did not join other presidents on a 9/11 commemoration? Can you imagine? And then went to do something like that? Can you imagine? They'd lose their fucking minds. And again. This is coming from someone who doesn't give a fuck about the two-party system. Fuck the two-party system. I don't give a shit about it. It's archaic. It's stupid. It's, it's like many other things. And I, I talk about this a lot. I remind people because 
it does come off a lot it's like i'm far left liberal democrat no i don't even care if that's what people think of me but i am going to reiterate no why because i'm not labeling myself like that because none of that shit to me means anything two parties is just a great way of us versus them that's the people in power that's a great way to do it most westernized countries have more than two political parties because that's the way to go. But it's one of the ways where, hey, you know, we stay archaic and we stay in these old stupid ways because America, you know, like we convince half the population. It's, uh, you know, universal health care. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Free college education. That's a bad idea. Yeah. So... <laughs> And it's insane how so many other places can do those things and still have nice, you know, like infrastructure in their cities. Like compared to, it's just, you really think about it, people. There's just a lot of shit we could be doing better here in this country. And we don't. And a lot of it is because we're so divided. And that's part of the problem with the two-party system. Now, my ideals do line up more closely with that of Democrats and the left and liberals. To me, I just think it's fucking common decency. A lot of the stuff, it's just my morals and beliefs. I'm going to believe what I want. And I'm not going to try and label it something. Particularly, again, if it has to be like a one of two things kind of way. <laughs> that's so stupid. But anyway, so that's where I'm at. So I talk a lot about, because Trump is one of the worst people ever. Just, I, I'm, and I'm going to talk about that more and why I believe that. And I don't think many politicians or presidents are necessarily perfect, Greg, anything like that. No, they all got their flaws. They've all made their mistakes, some way worse than others. But Trump was basically attempting to turn this into a fascist leadership from the way I see it. And I'll explain that more. Because it's funny how they talk about dictator, dictate, Biden's a dictator. Now he wants to vaccine, the vaccine mandate. Oh, yes, dictator, dictator. Now we got a true dictator. And really that's within the government's rights. It's in the constitution. Federal government can do that mandate vaccines. So it's not dictatorship. I was dictatorial. I don't think that's the right word. That's not the dictator ways. Okay. This is what I'm trying to say. And this is exactly why my ideals line up more closely with the left and why ever since Trump it's pushed me much more to the left. It really, it's just pushed me away from the right. 
I was your prime candidate, Republicans. You push me all the way. It just. <laughs> but they call they call Biden a dictator for this shit. For the vaccine mandate. But I can't help but like it from Biden. I mean, basically, it was like, we're tired everywhere. Like, we've been waiting patiently. We're tired of fucking waiting. Patience growing thin, bros. I'm fucking, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Get vaccinated, motherfuckers. Get vaccinated. Just met another one of these dipshits that I fucking work with him. Comes to work, walking around, no mask. Hey, you're vaccinated, right? Oh, no, no, not vaccinated. Well, if you're not vaccinated, you need to wear a mask. Dude starts talking about how masks don't work, all of this. These are little particles, blah, blah, blah. Okay. <clears throat> and I just want to explode on this dude, but I'm like, I cannot. I'll, I'll freak on somebody. <laughs> And I can't be doing that shit at work. So I got to be more careful. So I am. So I didn't say shit. But I will say some shit here. And you know me. I don't have a problem saying shit to anybody. But I do got to be careful at work. Now, pertaining to this whole, you know, vaccination subject and, uh, I'm just going to lay it out like this, okay? For those who don't think masks work, we have, nobody ever said the 100% stop you from getting COVID. No, no, no. Masks, as a matter of fact, are more beneficial to those around you to kind of, if you have it, keep others from getting it. And if we all did that, you know, it would help minimize risk. See, that's the key. Minimize risk. Okay. So, same thing with the vaccine. Oh, look at all these people getting COVID when they've got the vaccine. Okay. Okay. No one ever said it wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to get COVID. It's supposed to help. Supposed to help it, supposed to lower the risk. See, <clears throat> you could kind of look at it as compared to a seatbelt. Okay. Now, is the seatbelt guaranteed to keep you from dying 100% of the time in a car crash? No, no, of course not. But it's gonna up your chances of survival, right? It reduces the risk, right? Reduces your chances of dying. Well, that's what the vaccine does. So the masks do, you can't tell me the masks don't work. Yeah, again, it's not gonna keep COVID entirely. If you've got COVID and you got a mask on, no, it's gonna, not gonna entirely keep that out. But it's been pretty proven based on how this virus works. For example, somebody coughs. Would you rather them, if someone's standing next to you and they, they have COVID, they cough, you really don't think it's better if they have a mask on? Adele. 
Come on now. <laughs> so it's all about reducing risk. It's not about stopping at 100%. The vaccine should keep you from getting it. And if you do get it, it should keep you from getting too sick. But there are some people that do get it and die, even though they were vaccinated. It's what we call an outlier, right? Just like, for example, you know, some car accidents, based on the situation, the seatbelt can actually become a hindrance instead of a lifesaver, right? It gets stuck, locked up, and you're trying to get out of the vehicle, it can be a hindrance, but also an outlier. Like the, the, these are outliers, things that don't normally happen. And the problem with a lot of this, you know, misinformation to me is people taking shit that could happen and making it sound like it happens a lot more than it does. There's a lot of that shit in the misinformation, if you ask me. It's stupid. And people want to bring up, you know, antibodies and herd vaccine. First of all, the whole herd immunity, right? The only way to do that is to hit a certain threshold. Now, I did the math once, talked about it on an episode, I don't know, earlier in the year. But essentially, you need 70% of the population to have had it to hit herd immunity. Based on the numbers, that's so many people, right? Now, if you just took the mortality rate from the COVID back then and applied that percentage to that number, you're talking about several million people that would have to die for us to hit herd immunity. Now, with these variants, particularly the Delta, where it seems to be more dangerous, mortality rate up. You know, I, it's... <laughs> let's, let's use our brains here. But it doesn't help when it's become politicized. It doesn't help when people are acting like the government is trying to do something by it. Like, it's selfish is what it is. People are so fucking paranoid. They don't want to take this fucking thing to just help put an end to the goddamn pandemic. It's crazy. And you got someone like Joe Rogan out there doing his part to be an asshole. <clears throat> and, you know, sucks to see. I used to be such a big fan. Not that he'd give a shit. Not that he'd probably care. But I'm over dudes who want to, for example, Rogan wants to give an asshole like Alex Jones 
the platform to spew his bullshit, his vile shit. No, I'm over that. And then this whole COVID thing has been a disaster. Like, and he's all buddied up with, you know, because he's in UFC, Dana White, who I believe is a Trumper himself. He also doesn't pay his fighters shit. But, yeah, I just, I used to be, I used to really look at this dude because he, he does grind. You know, he's got his podcast. He's got comedy, UFC. You know, he, he's quite a busy dude, and I admired that. And I was a fan of his comedy. But comes a point, for me at least anyway, in the past few years have really shown me some shit. And you know what? People want to talk about how you shouldn't let politics come between certain things and this and that. And I would have agreed until 2016, basically. This whole Trump shit changed a lot of my views. And those that have followed him, if you've hopped off the bandwagon, maybe Maybe I can start to understand. Maybe I can have a conversation in the future. If you're still rolling the Trump train, I don't got a fucking thing to say to you and probably never will. If you can't recognize what he's trying to do, what he was trying to do, what he has done. (laughs) Yeah, so, but the big thing with Rogan, to get back to that, so he took that uh, one or or whatever it is, that one medicine, because he got COVID. And it would appear as though he's acting like, well, he's, he took a bunch of different shit, apparently. And uh, antibiotics, Z-Pack, different things. And this crazy ass dewormer medicine or whatever. And he says different doctors told him to take it. One prescribed it to him. So it's kind of weird. I don't know. These, I guess I, again, with the vaccine, I did. Come on, people. If the military really wanted us dead, what the fuck? I think Michael Irvin. Former wide receiver of the Dallas Cowboys. I think he said that shit recently. Like, the government wanted us dead. I asked, is it be dead? Probably right. Probably right. <sighs> but Rogan's acting like he took this miracle cure and, oh, three days later, I'm all of a sudden better. Well, you're in great shape. I mean, you're probably one of the ones that didn't hit that hard. Like, everybody's different. That's the problem. And you don't know if you got regular COVID, a variant. You don't know what you took that helped and what didn't. You don't know if you have any long-term effects. Like, it's just, I'm glad so many people think they know fucking, like, I know a good amount about this. I, I know about at least the things I'm talking about most of the time. Sometimes I'm fucking out there. <laughs> but most of the time. And I would say, I don't even know that much shit, you know? It's, so, 
it's funny how much history repeats itself, you know? And because it truly does. I've seen a lot, a lot of the same idiotic behavior. This pandemic, then we did during the Spanish flu. That, I mean, a lot of the same idiocy. And speaking of like history repeating itself, I've been getting into, you know, I have these bouts where I get into World War II shit and I watch, rewatch the, the cool ass World War II documentaries. And, and uh, I found this World War II podcast. So I've been listening to that at work and uh, it's been a blast. It's been, a, I really enjoy this stuff. I just find it so interesting. And the one podcast guy is just talking about how like, one of the aspects of World War II is just how it all comes together, how it all happens, and just the different pieces, the different characters, because um, Churchill and, and Mussolini and, of course, Hitler, just these different Stalin. Like, and it's crazy to me how Stalin, a guy like that, Hitler, they didn't even come from the countries they were leading, but like Mussolini was just like, what the fuck was up with that? <laughs> like just craziness, these, these real life villains, you know, and I think it's also good to listen to this stuff because again, I can think of so many ways where the Trump shit, I mean, really to get back to him. Because it, it really, oh no, I don't even have it. I'm gonna have to look it up again. <laughs> the fascism checklist, but that's, Oh, here we go. Right off the bat, bam. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it is, it's, it's, um, it's kind of scary to think about. And even if Trump doesn't somehow worm his way back, it, like, it's terrible what's going on with all the, this voter restriction shit. And they don't, they won't call it that. No. They'll use a different word, voter integrity. <laughs> but all these red states tightening up. And it's crazy how they, they're just getting away with it. It just blows my mind. But it's this kind of shit that's the perfect storm or something worse to happen. And again, Trump, I just wanna go through this. Cause all the talk during that with fascism and Antifa and all of that, um, here are some early warning signs of fascism, powerful and continuing nationalism, nationalism. Yeah, the real big 
the Trumpers on the flags, you know, you see them, the pickup trucks with like four flags hanging out, Trump banner on it. Yeah. Yeah, he's all about that. Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick won't stand for the flag. Get out of the country, Trump says, he would say. Disdain for human rights, identification of enemies as a unifying cause. He does a lot of that. Immigrants. That'd be one. Supremacy of the military. Well, we can remember what happened during the Black Lives Matter protests and the little, his, his own little Gestapo style troop that came out and wreaked havoc. Rampant sexism, I mean, grabbed by the pussy. He said that. So, controlled mass media. This is where the whole fake news comes in. Where he, That's Trump's attempt to control the mass media by discrediting what he doesn't want us to believe. Even though a lot of it was true. Yeah, fake news. Fake news. Obsession with national security. I don't know so much about that one with Trump. Religion and government intertwined. Yeah, there's... He knows, he knows how much of his base, very religious. So, you know, the whole part with the Bible and the picture with, like, it's so stupid. God, he's an ass. I, I, I hate Trump. Hey, Trump. I hate using the word hate, but I hate Trump. Corporate power protected? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Saw a lot of that from Trump during his whole presidency. He's got these fucking people's back. Labor power suppressed? Disdain for intellectuals in the arts seems about right. Boy, he sure didn't like Dr. Fauci. Rampant cynicism and corruption. Obsession with crime and punishment. There's a lot of that too. Fraudulent elections. <sighs> There's a few different uh, you know, checklists you can look at. Just, just ask yourself, what if this has Trump done? I'll do it with Biden, too. I'm going to find much there. But it's just, it, it's, I watch the insanity of World War II. And I'm not saying we're on the brink of World War III or that I think that's anywhere in our future. But... There's a lot of crazy stuff that, that Hitler that happens with Hitler along his path. And no, Donald Trump has a copy of Mein Kampf and he keeps it somewhere close. He's very big with the hand movements of the hands, and that was a big thing for Hitler. And uh I've always said, though, even though I see many similarities, the biggest difference is he doesn't have the charisma or intelligence that Hitler does. And that's not to try and give Hitler a compliment, but uh, what was the most evil about him, really? It's how he was able to manipulate so many people. So, uh, something to keep in mind. <laughs> I just, it's true. That's what would really worry me, really, is that uh, 
someone who comes along just like Trump, but that is smarter and more charismatic, because that could be real trouble for our country. It'd be nice if we could get shit figured out by then. I still say we need to just uh, so just throw Undertaker out there for the next person. <laughs> I have my reasons. I've talked about them before. Oh, all right. Excuse me. That was a yawn I could not suppress, and I tried to make it wacky so that it uh, didn't feel so much like a yeah. That means I need to hurry the fuck up and close up this pod. Yes, very much. So, before we go, not to, uh, you know, I don't want to end it on too serious of a note. Um, although I do, I do really recommend people really look into um, some World War II docs if you have time. Uh, the saga of World War II, a Cassis Belly project. That's the name of the podcast. It's gray with red letters. So just look up World War II and that should pop up. But it's a good podcast. If you started from the beginning, you get a good sense of things. And then, you know, dig out, just check out some of those fucking documentaries. Watch those. Definitely, if you're into pro wrestling, watch some New Japan pro wrestling. Let me make sure to get that in. G1 Climax, again, best wrestling of the year. Yes. But, again, the World War II stuff. Yeah, I do really think there's there's a lot of similarities um, and just kind of sometimes all you need is this this turmoil and something big to happen but uh, so i would say uh next election is just as important as this past one if not more and hopefully it's somebody other than biden running for re-election uh <sighs> makes me worry for the country peeps really does but Almost happened again. Damn yawns. You need to get food and sleep. That's what we need to go do. Right, right, right. I'm going to give a shout out to this dude, Ali Sultan. He's a comedian. I've been following him on Instagram. I didn't realize he, he had an album on iTunes. I had no idea. Checked out his album. So good. Big fan of this guy. But I liked him in the first place because he's an Arab. He's from Yemen. Yemen. And I love Yemen because there's an episode of Friends. And as you know, Madcaps, if you're a listener, <laughs> I have a bit of an attachment to Friends. I have a bit of a reason. that, that I just have a thing with Friends. And I, I dig the show. And there's an episode where Chandler goes to Yemen. And it's pretty funny. So... Dude is hilarious, and uh, it was nice to be able to check out his full album after seeing his stuff uh, constantly on Instagram, and uh, so really dig that guy. Josh Blue, someone I know of. See, some of these guys come from Last Comic Standing, like Josh Blue, and uh, I was huge on that, like the first two or three seasons. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. As a matter of fact, I was getting into one comedian, I don't remember who, and then I looked 
And I'm like, how? What? Last comic standing? How? I thought that shit got canceled. How is that still going? And I didn't know. Like, so Josh Blue was on the one of the seasons. And uh, his palsy, he has the palsy, unfortunately for him. But uh, he's really good. Man, he's... He's really, really good. That's all I'm going to say is that I was very impressed. Same with Allie Sultan. Like, just impressed with these two dudes. Uh, Very, very funny. And uh, then there's Ben Bailey, who's the driver of the cash cab. And uh, I had no idea he was a stand-up comedian. It was kind of the same thing with the Joe Rogan thing. And, like, no idea it was comedy. But I didn't. I didn't. And he is pretty fucking funny as well. And he has a certain way with his voice, the cadence, the sound. It's it's so good the way he does his material. So that's uh, some people I definitely suggest you check out in the comedy realm. Yes, indeed. But I think that's it. That's it. That's what I got for y'all's. Why? I, I feel like this pod has been too long already. <laughs> Oh, but I had some mess ups, some starts and stops, but I'll edit it so y'all will never know. Probably. <laughs> it's been a wild one. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot to talk about. It's been a few weeks, so I'm a little rusty with the ND podcasting side, you know what I mean? My fantasy stuff's a little little easier. I'm I'm talking to somebody else. No, not just all by myself. Yeah. Anyway. Time to get the fuck out of here. Right, right, right. Let's go. Because the chatter wants pizza. Stay safe, stay vigilant, stay